0: Three, two, one. All right, let's do this. Get set.
1: Headed for the open
0: door. This is Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski on AM 800 CKLW, the information station. Soon running Flat Radio is a paid program on AM 800.
1: And welcome to another edition of uh, Running Flat Radio. I'm Chris Uzynski, and Kelly Steele from Windsor Star joins me every week. How are you? I'm
2: good. How about you? Yeah, I had
1: a great running week. I had a great running week. And, and And what an amazing show we have for you tonight. I've
2: been looking forward to this oh,
1: one. I, we're so excited about this because you're listening to Running Flat Radio, which is a show, yeah, it's all about running, but, but it's all really relative, and it's all about the inspiration of runners and, and why we run and, and all the different events that you can get involved in and all the charitable events you can get involved in. And tonight's show is Fred Fox, Terry Fox's older brother. That's right. And he joins us for a number of reasons. First off, Terry Fox is on our Canada Day medal. Canada Day is a sold-out event for July 1st in Amherstburg, Ontario. It's completely sold out. The event always has a great Canadian on the Big Maple Leaf Medal. This year's recipient because the runners vote is Terry Fox. I went to Fred Fox after we tallied the votes and said, Fred, would you mind us using Terry's image on the medal? It was a vote by the runners. Terry's image is never released Mm -hmm. for anything outside of cancer or the foundation. And, um, and and to Fred's credit, he said, absolutely, go right ahead. We'd love to have him on the medal. So Fred great actually, I it to Fred <laughs> yeah, just on Friday, the medal. So he got it today. So when we talked, we'll actually ask him I about the medal. I do
2: love the medal. That's great.
1: It's a real keepsake. So uh, So he's on. We're going to talk about uh terry's death which Mm -hmm. is 33 years this week that that doesn't seem that long ago eh it doesn't and also that uh and that you know he's being a great canadian and canada day is right around the corner it's a Mm -hmm. week from today which reminds us that we will not be on next week canada day because we're going to take the holiday as well (laughs) and uh so so fred fox will be on the entire hour with us uh coming in after the break and uh really looking forward to that talking about the foundation talking about the 650 million dollars they've raised over the last number of years for for cancer research and well, it, you think fascinating that's pretty talking.
2: amazing so he's been dead for 33 years and they've still been able to keep his name and the whole marathon of hope idea alive which is pretty amazing
1: you know what i was thinking about that driving into to, to the show today and i kept thinking about well pre and uh, pre mm-hmm. fontaine and james dean and, and the whole they died so young what would have happened if they didn't, and yeah. and you know if at fifty five, and let's I do want to ask Fred that at fifty five, where do you think Terry would have done? What do you, what do you think it would have been if he yeah. if he didn't die of cancer and survived it and made made the trek across the country and mm-hmm. and just it's a fascinating conversation and a, and a great look and and we. And, and the Fox family isn't out there a lot. So it's a rare interview with mm-hmm. uh, with the Fox family trying to, well, trying to find out those answers.
2: And it's kind of interesting because I'm sure you remember hearing that, that Terry had died. It was like the whole country went in mourning. You know, there were flags flying at half mass. Like people were really, really saddened by his passing.
1: I remember listening to the mass, his funeral mass mm-hmm. on the radio. Um, as a kid, so you know it'll be a great talk.
2: I told you I read today some of the stories on him just to kind of refresh, and I found myself getting all choked up because it it really, even though it's an inspiring story, it's still really sad story because this you know this this kid was just going against everything to try to fulfill this dream, and and you know it was really a selfless selfless right he's he's raising money for for a great cause and the fact that it was cut short is so he was
1: 22 years old yeah. when he died and, yeah. and and i keep reminding myself when I, when I was going through all the research and and, and looking at it he was still 22 years yeah. old when he died mm-hmm. he was a kid with, with all due respect he was a kid so yeah. uh, but he is a great canadian and uh, and his memory does live on in, in all runners, frankly. I mean, you know, we, we talked with Dean Karnazes, you know, last month and, and what it you know, the first words out of Dean's mouth was, Terry Fox is my hero. Mm-hmm. And so it's gonna be be a great talk so terry fox uh, is on the middle for canada day canada day is sold out so please stop emailing and stop calling uh but (laughs) but but they
2: can also get into uh, rock If they can't get into this one
1: yeah so tuesday the first is the canada day run uh there's still some spots left for the the kids dashes um and on the saturday morning on the fifth, we do Rock Me Anaphylaxis because nothing says fun run like anaphylaxis. <laughs> and you know what's what's great about that event is that we have Kiss Destroyer playing the finish line at 10 a.m. Uh, we also have a whole bunch of gluten-free, allergy-free foods at the finish line as well, um, and that's kind of brought to you by the uh, the allergy. Uh, an asthma wellness center uh, over on on, on Lette, or on Ottawa Street. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a great event that way. Super cool metal We did release a picture of the metal on on our Facebook that page cool on the Rock Anaphylaxis Looks like a big guitar pick, and and the shirts are really cool and they're they're in production right now. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get a we'll get a final production picture uh, hopefully this week out. So
2: excellent.
1: Forward uh, to it. Run for heroes is is selling out on the half marathon side it always does yep. so so we welcome people to to register for so once for, again, Run for heroes
2: anyone who's right oh. now training for the half marathon in Amosburg you're already training for it get online sign up for the race don't wait cuz it will sell and it's gonna
1: it's going to and, and like 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 Canada Day was and we were chirping about it this entire show we we're we like mm-hmm. we've been chirping about. It. It's gonna sell out. It sold out last year, so register. So all the people who are going, Oh, you know, I thought I had room. No, I no, you gonna... don't have room. <laughs> no, and, and and as a race director, there is no room. It, once it's sold out, that means there's no more medals, there's no more bibs. Like it'd be I couldn't take your money. I couldn't yep. legally bring you in, <laughs> not knowing that, that there's nothing at the end for for whoever the slowest runner is. Mm-hmm. So having said that. We opened up registration this week for the Pelee Island Winery Half Marathon in 2015. Excellent. And it's super brisk. It's it's halfway sold out in 2 days. <laughs> Is it really? Oh yeah, 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 it's it, it's 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 crazy. But well, everyone's the,
2: still got the nice buzz coming off of this year's, right? They're all like geeked to go back and do it again.
1: They probably still have the sunburn from this year. <laughs> so the reason for that was there was such a request after this event for to reopen registration. What was the registration date? Because people wanted, while the cottages were open on this island, to be able to get a hold of the owners and book their cottages oh, for I next see. year. So for those of you who are listening and it's your first time, Running Flat produces some pretty unique uh, running events, mostly in the endurance field. And uh, they're 5K, 10Ks. We do a number of half marathons and a full marathon. And we also host this show where we kind of talk about running with runners and and people in the industry to kind of really demystify the ideas of running kind of get you used to the lingo of what we're talking about and really bring the anxiety level down a whole bunch so when you sign up for your first 5k, you're not really anxious about it. And you're, you're really more relaxed yeah. than that starts you.
2: And that's a huge problem. They, a lot it of people is. are, they get all anxious. I don't and want to be last. I can't do it. Oh. I, you know? Yeah. But, I know. I get it. But everyone can do it. And Absolutely. you know, talking to Jeff Galloway a couple weeks ago, you realize now everyone really can do
3: it.
1: Yes. Yes. So the half marathon on Pelee Island that we were just talking about is, is one of the most unique races in the world. It is a half marathon only on an Island in the middle of Lake Erie that ends in a winery. You literally run seven-eighths around this island, cheered on by by local islanders, mm-hmm. and you literally end through a trellis and into the Pili Island winery. The finish line is inside the winery.
2: And you know, it's one of the most relaxed start lines I think I've ever had. <laughs> I love it, it's so laid back. You're not all freaked out and everyone just goes. Everyone's, everyone's... hungover, let's I be honest. I think that's a big part of it. <laughs> sunburned
1: Every, everybody's hung <laughs> over in the start sheet let's let's be completely honest about that it's it's all about just having a ton of fun and and what's really unique about the race is only 350 people can do this so 350 people from around the world register for this event come to this island in the middle of Lake Erie to just rent a cottage stay at a B&B and you know spend the weekend and have this wonderful experience Running around the island and then and having this massive party that we throw, mm-hmm. we throw a big party at the end, where it's a wine tasting and there's perch and there's I don't oh, know, the there's like there's like a hundred salads or whatever we have there, but but it's 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 a it's all catered in from a, uh, a a great restaurant in Kingsville. It's it's a it's a wonderful event experience. It really is when when it comes to running, we always get the compliments. You know, best after party ever. And uh, big contingent out of Ottawa, big contingent out of uh, Guelph and Cambridge and London, mm-hmm. Toronto. and all the big Ottawa or uh, big Ohio runners, Fremont, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we've got New York. Napa.
2: Well, because it's a cool little getaway weekend, and, and you're kind of removed from, it seems like you're removed from the rest of the world, which is what I really like. For us local people, we're not really that far away from home, but it feels like it, you know?
1: And, and our good friends at Peely Island Winery are the ones who, who sponsor the event, they're the namesake of the event as well, mm-hmm. and and the islanders absolutely love it. This is the single largest event on the island for the entire year now. Is is this half marathon? Because the half marathon realistically brings 800 people along yeah. with it, 350 runners, 800 people. So it's uh, it's a, it's an amazing event, and uh, so registration for that is open, mm-hmm. but it won't be open for very long. No, and then it's
2: just on runningflat.com. That's again. right.
1: And when it's gone, it's all gone. So um, you know what? We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna have our feature interview with uh, with Fred Fox okay. on Running Flat Radio. We'll
4: Morning
0: Drive gives you that perk to start your day. On the next show, a young man trying to impress his friends was recently found stuck in a rather unique sculpture. It took 22 firefighters to get him out. We'll give you the details at 620 and ask you about your most embarrassing moment. And if you like Eastside Mario's, you have the chance to win a $75 gift card when you guess the answer to the impossible question at 7 50 The number one morning show, The Morning Drive. Weekday mornings 5 till 9 on AM 800. At
5: Volkswagen, we tested out our brand new summer offer on some customers. And the results? Well, the offer had people smiling so much that it made their cheeks hurt. Isn't that right, Frank? Yeah, it's amazing. I can't feel my face. (laughs) Nice. Smile. Until June 30th, Volkswagen is offering the lowest payments of the year on the Jetta and other popular models thanks to 0% bi-weekly financing for up to 84 months. Visit
2: VW.ca for details.
3: I's the boy who went to Subway restaurants for a premium lobster sandwich. Yes, sir, and a right
5: good lobster sandwich she is. Tasty chunks of Atlantic Canada lobster, lightly mixed with mayo on a bed of crunchy lettuce. Tastes so authentic, it brings me right back to me childhood.
0: Uh, didn't you grow up in Comox?
5: To experience the fresh effect, bite into a lobster sandwich at participating Subway restaurants. It won't be around
3: forever, so hurry in and get the most from the coast at Subway. Eat fresh. Hey, everybody, a quick reminder that hard-sided garbage containers become mandatory starting the 1st of July. Call 311 or check your pickup calendar for details.
4: From the AM800 Weather Center, here is your latest forecast. A 60% chance of showers tonight, along with a lingering risk of thunderstorms that'll extend into the overnight hours. Expect some fog patches developing near midnight as well, with a low 18. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, with a 40% chance of showers, with fog patches dissipating in the morning, with a high 23. Thursday, a mix of sun and cloud, and a high 24. Friday, sunshine, and a high 25. Once again, for tonight, is 60% chance of showers, a risk of a thunderstorm, and a low 18.
3: Did you know that the Chrysler Theatre is now home to kids' entertainment? That's right, the Chrysler Theatre proudly presents their new series of shows just for kids. The Wiggles, Wild Kratts Live, The Lightning Thief, Curious George, and Charlotte's Web. Tickets are on sale for the entire series. Call the Chrysler Theatre at 519-252-6579 or order your tickets online at ChryslerTheater.com. Chrysler Theatre, home to kids' entertainment. Sponsored by St. Clair College Alumni Association, the St. Clair College SRC, and AM800.
0: Every day you need a forecast. It's important to know the weather. You might need to bring an umbrella or it's 90 degrees out. Information for life. AM 800 CKLW, the information station. Looking to start running? Strap on a pair of comfortable shoes. Now put one foot in front of the other and keep going. It's that easy. This is 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 Running Flat Radio on AM 800
1: And welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio, Chris Yuzinski and Kelly Steele. And on our live line right now is uh, is Fred Fox from the Terry Fox Foundation. Fred, welcome to Running Flat Radio.
3: Uh, thank you. It's great to be with you.
1: It's uh, it is such an honor to have you. And um, and we talked a little bit about uh, before before we, before the break uh, the the medal that we had produced for the Canada Day run, and uh, and I and I shot one out to you. Uh, just the other day, and and I I, I haven't got a chance to talk to you about it since since you've got it, and, and I hope we surprised you.
3: Yeah, I know, it's great. I, I, I'm looking, got it in my hand right as we speak. <laughs> so it it looks fantastic and I uh, kind of wish I was there to participate with you.
1: Yeah, we, we, we'd well, love to have cool. you. Love to have you. <laughs> you know, it's, where do you start when you talk about Terry? I mean, you know, what what, what an iconic Canadian. And, and the reason why you're on is because, you know, our runners collectively voted that they wanted Terry Fox on this year's medal because he's a great canadian and you know when you go back and you look at the research and you know i'm 45 and 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 when i when i when i go back and i look at at that time back in 1980 1981 terry was 22 years old yeah he he was a kid yeah he was he was a kid how does a kid start on on this amazing journey to say you know what i'm going to run across canada
3: you know, it was uh, you know being so young when Terry, Terry was only 18 when he was diagnosed. Um, you know, in his first year of university at Simon Fraser out here on the West Coast, and and uh, diagnosed with cancer, an athlete, a runner, a basketball player, and uh, um, was you know just the news of being told he had cancer because back in 1977 we didn't really. I uh, know much about cancer. Our family hadn't been touched by it in any other in any way. So, um, you know, he was told he was going to lose his leg and he was going through the, that chemotherapy and then being in hospital and seeing others go through it, it, it impacted Terry so much and um, it was then that he decided he wanted to make a difference because he realized uh, through a little bit of research that he did on his own that um, more money had to go to cancer research and uh, being an athlete uh, being a runner, he thought that was the best way he could uh, contribute and make a difference.
1: But but Fred, you know, you're, you're really close in age. I think you're only a year apart, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he must have been a, a, a really stubborn bugger as a kid to grow up with <laughs> to, to be able to come through all of this and say, I'm still going to make a difference and I'm going to make it across this country.
3: Yeah, and it, it was kind of it was the way we were brought up. Um, you know, Terry was stubborn, and uh, both my mom and our mom and dad are, were stubborn, and it, it's kind of a fox warped trade. And uh, <laughs> you know, Terry, you know, we were taught to uh, finish what we start. That was probably the biggest lesson that I still. Know today that if we we started something, I when I go to schools, I tell kids about you know Terry and I live being little kids the same age as kids in elementary or public school that uh, if we we were coloring a picture in a coloring book, we finished that picture before we moved on to another one or we, when we were older and we were picking blueberries just finished it took, picked every blueberry off that bush and before he moved on to the next one just to get before you know just to move on to get the best blueberries and that's what terry was like he 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 committed himself he dedicated himself to something that he wanted to do he was going to start it and he was going to see it to the end
2: now, Fred, was there one moment when uh, he was doing this run across Canada that really sticks out in your mind, maybe that, that really big inspirational moment where you kind of stood back and went, wow, you know, my brother's really making a difference here?
3: For me, um, it was when Terry arrived in Toronto. Mm. And, uh uh, you know, here I was back in in BC. I didn't get a chance to spend as much time with Terry during the Marathon Hope as our our younger brother Daryl did. And uh, Daryl joined Terry in New Brunswick. And here I was back home in in the Vancouver area where we lived and watched Terry on on the six o'clock news. And every now and then, you know, Terry was able to before he got really busy and running and everything else uh... in Ontario, sent out a few. Uh, postcards to say how he was making out but um, that's how I saw I viewed the marathon of Hope was through the media and listened to Terry call into the radio station and uh, our mom and dad and Judy and I went to Toronto to meet Terry when he arrived in Toronto and, and ran with Terry and and Doug and Daryl Sittler down University Ave towards uh, City Hall and that that's where and when it really impacted me and realized holy crap, the impact and what Terry's doing here is, is bigger than anybody could have ever imagined.
1: You know, a good friend of mine tells me a story when he was in one of the one of the, one of the tall buildings in downtown Toronto at an ad agency, and how when Terry came into town, the entire city had shut down, all to come out and see this kid running. You know, and and you know, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, Kelly and I. He was doing this on a prosthetic leg in 1980. <laughs> Yeah. I mean this wasn't, you know, up a stairs whip. This yeah. wasn't this wasn't yeah. great technology. There, there was no carbon fiber. There was mm-hmm. no I mean, this was archaic technology that he was running on. And, and and to and to persevere through that was unbelievable. Was there another turning point in that marathon where, where you know, it was very uneventful, him dipping his leg into the East Coast and then Toronto was, was, was just this massive crowd. Was there something in between that turned Canada?
3: Um yeah, it's hard, you know, I, I think I think though, you know, when he hit that Ontario border is really where uh, the moment, momentum built. Uh, Terry loved being in the Maritimes and uh, running through Newfoundland, and the, the people were so very supportive and and uh, of what he was doing. It was early, early days though, and uh, you know they, you know, Newfoundlanders had seen people running across Canada before and starting in Newfoundland and then never heard much of them after that. So, but they supported Terry, He made his way over to the Maritimes and then into Quebec and but it was the momentum built and built as he uh he made his way to Ontario and then once he crossed that border, you know, based on population and and the work that uh the the Canadian Cancer Society was doing in Ontario, uh that's where the real, real impact was uh, being felt right off the bat. Yeah,
1: what was what was the process like when, when when Terry called it off with the family?
3: Well, well, it, it was interesting because um, I had been with you know I saw Terry as I mentioned in Toronto, and we were there for two or three days uh, with Terry, and then uh, flew back home. And uh, my wife and I uh, were on vacation mid August and drove back from where we were living in Coquitlam and. Didn't know where we were gonna find Terry and Doug and Daryl, but it was uh just south of Wawa and uh around August fifteenth in that area and uh spent about three or four days with them and uh, uh bid Terry farewell in uh, in Wawa after the evening before they had a big reception at the Hockey Rink Forum and uh you know, said goodbye to Terry and we drove back home and it was only barely two weeks later and I uh, was with my mom and dad out here in Chilliwack where I am today and the Armed Forces base here was having a big fundraiser for the Marathon Hope. It was pouring down rain and uh, we were heading down the, the Trans-Canada Highway back towards uh, Port Coquitlam, and dad turned on the radio and and we heard on the radio that Terry Fox was in hospital in Thunder Bay, and uh, of course, back then no cell phones, so right. weren't sure what was going on. And pulled into the mom and dad's driveway, the phone was ringing. They went in the house, and it was Terry to say that yeah, he was in Thunder Bay uh, because the cancer had returned, and he had to come back home. So it was wow. uh, a day we'll never, never forget, of course, and. Uh, but Terry, you know, he came home with every intention of, uh, again, that attitude that he had. He'd get back out there and finish what he started off.
1: Uh Fred, will, will you stay with us through the break? I'd love to talk to you more about the foundation you and bet. Terry's legacy. You you l- you're listening to Running Flat Radio on AM800 CKLW.
2: Well, as far as news concerned, we get everything from AM800.
5: CKLW. I can stream you on the internet or my phone. I listen to you more than I watch TV. Local news first. It's seven days, 168 hours, or just over 10,000 minutes. However you count it, you've got zero time to waste. It's the seven days only sales event at your Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram retailer. Get $500 of bonus cash and almost $11,000 in total discounts on select models. And get 0% financing for 36 months on Dodge Grand Caravan, Dart, and Journey. But hurry, it's all over June 27th. See your Dodge retailer for details.
4: Hi, it's Pat Finelli from Pizza Pizza with eight new international gourmet pizzas. Get two small thin crust pizzas for only $13.99. That's only $7 each. Like Argentina, seasoned steak strips, red onions and green olives, or Italy, Genoa salami, spicy sausage and red onions, or Canada, Spain, or more. Two small gourmet pizzas for $13.99. Nine,
0: seven, seven, eight. It's 7.30. From the AM 800 News Center, your number one news source in windsor Essex, an information update with Mike McDonald.
4: Cancer surgery, radiation and chemotherapy wait times in Windsor-Essex are said to be among the lowest in the province. The Cancer Quality Council of Ontario has released its annual Cancer System Quality Index. Director of the Regional Cancer Program for Erie St. Clair, Jeff Booth, says the report is a pat on the back, but the stats can be better. Dainty Foods in West Windsor is receiving $1.6 million in compensation from the federal government. Money comes after the company invested $3 million in upgrades to make sure dust and other airborne contaminants from the nearby Herb Gray Parkway construction project didn't impact their product. A $10 scratch ticket turned into $250,000 for two Windsorites. James Horvat and Ali Nasser won the top prize. They purchased the winning ticket at the Max store on Jefferson Boulevard in Windsor. In sports, Greece is on to the second round of the World Cup with a 2-1 win over Ivory Coast. Colombia took top spot in Group C with a 4-1 win over Japan. Earlier, Uruguay advanced to the round of 16 with a 1-0 win over Italy. England and Costa Rica drew 0-0. Tigers open a three-game set with the Rangers tonight in Texas. The Blue Jays can put more distance between themselves and the Yankees with another win over the visiting New Yorkers tonight. That game is scoreless. From the AM800 Weather Center, the severe thunderstorm watch is now over. A 60% chance of showers tonight with a lingering risk of thunderstorms with fog patches developing overnight, low 18. Tomorrow, fog patches dissipating in the morning, then mainly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers and a high 23. Once again, the severe thunderstorm watch is over. It is 25 Celsius or 77 Fahrenheit. I'm Mike McDonald, AM800 News. When you're able to focus your mind and your body Anything is possible.
0: From 5K runs to half marathons to the full 26.2 miles. We talk about it all on Running Flat Radio, Tuesdays, 7 till 8 on AM 800.
1: And welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski and Kelly Steele from the Windsor Star. Uh, The show is all about Terry Fox. And, and we're so excited to have uh, Fred Fox on the line from the Terry Fox Foundation. And, uh, you know, Fred, just before the break, we were talking about how, how Terry called off the race. Obviously, the, you know, the, the history is he never went back to the race. He passed yeah. away, uh, dying at the age of, of 22 years of age. And, um, and, and then the family took all of that and and obviously there was a lot of inertia because i mean terry started off by trying to raise a dollar from every canadian <laughs> in the country mm-hmm. right and that was and at that point in time it was 24 million dollars i think was the the goal right. and how yeah. much did how much did terry end up raising
3: yeah it, it was just over 24 million dollars and and that all came from you know he was just about to leave uh newfoundland at in Porta Basque, newfoundland to catch the ferry over to cape Breton and uh uh had basket raised 10,000 or over $10,000 uh while he was there and the population of the community was around 10,000 and so that's when he came up with the idea if, if a small community in Newfoundland can do it why not uh, $1 for every Canadian so uh uh when Terry before he passed away he did realize that uh, he had reached that goal of uh a dollar for every Canadian
1: so his legacy is today you've raised almost 650 million dollars for cancer research at the Terry Fox Foundation. Yeah. And and somewhere in that move about 3 years after that, you the family decided that they would start their own foundation and kind of break away from the Canadian Cancer Society. What what was the thought behind that?
3: Yeah, you know, it uh gosh, so much in was involved. I mean, the the whole momentum of you know Terry passing away and in June of nineteen eighty one and uh the very first Terry Fox run is being held in the following September. Um, you know, and the momentum was building and uh it was growing every year, not only here in Canada but around the world and people wanting to to continue what Terry started and, and you know, seeing that his dream comes true. And uh you know without the the support that my mom our mom received from isidore sharp who uh the you know who ran the four seasons hotels uh he was a big supporter of Terry and the marathon of hope and uh played a huge role in in the Terry Fox Foundation becoming what it is today in nineteen uh eighty seven eighty eight and uh was a real uh support for our mom and in, in the role that she played and uh has been a, a big part of the cherry fox foundation ever since so it's just it's just grown uh with some you know close to nine thousand schools and and you know 800 communities across this country participating
1: what you know and and i gotta tell you i was also looking at at footage of your mom carrying the flag in during the mm-hmm. vancouver olympics and uh and i thought what a proud moment that is for the entire fox family and and of course her charge, Because, I mean, she fought that fight for the last 30 number of years, um, you know, picking up the gauntlet where, where her son, uh, who passed away, uh, you know, to, to, to start that journey and to, to try to get completed. And not just that, but also try to fund those those uh, those research and, and the researchers that, that he wanted to fund as well. Wh- what do you think if Terry came back and, you know, out of the hospital and continued that run, wh- where do you think he would be today? And what, you, what do you think he would think today?
3: That's an interesting question because uh, we, we, oft, we often wonder—you um, know, yeah—Terry had have gone back out there and finished the run. Whether whether we even be chatting today? Because yeah. I think it I would have—I think things might have taken a different turn. Um, Terry would never have been satisfied until a cure for cancer would be found, and he would be still probably doing something. Um, uh, to reach that goal, but uh you know would would the Terry Fox Foundation exist in the way it does, and would there be six hundred and fifty million dollars raised today who who knows and but Terry would be so proud to know that um you know with his passing, he passed the baton on to each and every one of us to mm-hmm. continue what he started and that and that 's all simply what he wanted, and he would be so proud to know that. You know, the money that has raised has, has made a, all the difference to so many people who have been diagnosed with cancer, and, and Terry would, uh, would believe that what he did and, and what he sacrificed was all worthwhile.
1: So I've heard the story anecdotally that if Terry was diagnosed today with what he had, he'd be cured. Is, is that true?
3: Yeah, we've been told uh, for sure that, um, and you know, and we've witnessed it ourselves. Uh, you know, young people diagnosed with the same type of cancer. Kerry um, was told, you know, at 18, as I mentioned, he had maybe a 15 to 20 percent chance of surviving, and uh, he had to lose his right leg above the knee. And um, today, that the diagnosis is so much better, somewhere between you know 75, 80 percent survival rate, and in most cases. Um, you know, you, don't, we, we, you wouldn't lose a limb, and, and or they can do something else to, uh, uh, to make it work, things work. So uh, the advances there have been tremendous, and not only that, but childhood, childhood leukemia and other types of cancers have seen the same kind of results. So, yeah, you know, who knows? You know, same technology, same research 30-plus uh, years ago would have made all the difference for Terry.
1: Wow. So how many runs do you guys actually have in Canada right now?
3: Like uh, nine thousand schools, close to nine thousand schools, eight hundred communities, other special events, universities uh hosting terry fox events uh, you know kids having a lemonade sale on the street corner and doing what they can it it's just amazing how Terry's story has touched so many different people um in to- totally different demographics all over the place uh and it, as you said you're you're a young The kid back then, and but now it's, um, when we go to schools, we're talking to, obviously, children who weren't born, but their parents and teachers likely weren't born either in 1980.
1: So the the other question I had regarding the runs that you guys actually produce is, how did you get to, let let me go down this list, because I don't think a lot of people understand that this isn't just a Canada thing with a Canadian. This is uh, Lima, Dubai, uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, Beijing, Buenos Aires, uh, uh, Cairo, Egypt, Kuala Lumpur, Morocco. How did you get into doing Terry Fox runs on foreign soil?
3: Yeah, that happened early on, you know, with the impact that Terry was having on so many here in Canada that... Um, it started with the armed forces bases um, in, in Europe and Germany and emb- Canadian embassies and consulates around the world uh and then Canadians you know, being transplanted in in various countries around the world wanted to have a Terry Fox run and and that's how it's happened. Uh, You know, uh, mom and dad and Judy, our sister Judith, were in uh, Cuba four years ago and Cuba has the second largest number of uh, Terry Fox runs next to Canada and you know, over 2 million people participate every year in Cuba and uh, it's truly amazing and you know, they, they know the story, they're inspired by Terry and, and his story.
2: Now, what is it about his story, I think, that really, really gets to people? Because you're, you're absolutely right. I know my kids know all about Terry. I know when I was young, you know, we watched it. I, I remember how sad I was the day that I found out that, you know, his journey was over and, and he wasn't going to be able to, to finish. It was like the whole country went into mourning, it. and now it's been 33 years later, and he, he's still just out there as much as he was when he was alive.
3: You know, I we would truly feel that it's Terry's um his attitude his he's a he's Canadian and uh I think Terry represents so so many of us in the way his work ethic and uh his honesty and his integrity and his personality that so many so many people were drawn to and and Terry I think when he was running and when he spoke in every community that he went to and every speech that he made and it was from the heart it was it wasn't flashy or anything like that it was this average canadian kid who shared his story and why he was doing it and and expressed that it, he wasn't doing it for himself it wasn't about terry fox being a Canadian hero or somebody famous, because that didn't matter to Terry. All that mattered was he was doing something that would make a difference in somebody else's life, and uh, I think that's what's kept Terry's uh, um, dream continue today.
2: And, you know, on your, on your foundation website, I love the quote from, I believe it was a woman in Toronto that says, he makes you believe in the human race again. Yeah. That's pretty cool right there.
3: That was... Um, when Terry arrived in Toronto at City Hall after he spoke to 10,000 people in front of City Hall in Nathan Phillips Square, that uh, somebody that uh, you, know, you know, person that was there it was interviewed and said that, and, and it, it, that's how Terry felt. It was why he was doing it, not for himself, but for everybody else.
2: That's very inspirational.
1: So, what's next for the for the foundation? Um, you know, obviously, you're, you're now in more foreign markets, more foreign countries. Um, I know that the, the Terry Fox run usually happens in September. Yeah. Uh, in, 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 I know in the Windsor community, there, there, there's one just before run for heroes, our, our marathon that we host. Uh, so what's next for the foundation?
3: Um, you know, it, it's uh, steady as we go and um, always, you know, looking to recruit and have more schools and communities involved. Next year in 2015 is the, thir- believe it or not, the 35th anniversary of, of Terry's Marathon of Hope and, and of the Terry Fox Runs. So, uh, um, there will be a Terry Fox run. Anybody that's interested and in, on Confederation Bridge between New Brunswick and wow. Prince Edward Island. So this will be the third one. They've they've done it every five years since two thousand and five. So um, I I had the chance to to run that event uh, in two thousand and ten, uh, running over the bridge, and it's the only time it's shut down has mm-hmm. been for the Terry Fox run. So it's a pretty amazing. But um, always looking to increase in participation, and uh, yeah.
1: And, and a little bit more information about, about the foundation before we go to break, because, uh, you know, you spent a lot of time with us, and I really appreciate that. The, 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 for more information about the foundation, then go to uh, terryfox.org. What's really unique about the organization is is your overhead. Can you talk a little bit about overhead and being a charity?
3: Yeah, I, you know, it's something that was, is, was really important to to terry as well and uh... when he was running and uh, corporate sponsorship and all that kind of stuff and it was important for terry to know that every dollar raised uh... during the marathon of hope and and realizing before he passed away that there would be a terry fox run that as much money as possible goes towards uh... what he wanted cancer research so you know from day one from the early days of the terry fox run to the time that the terry fox foundation was formed in the late eighties it's been one of the things that we've worked very hard at. I can remember when I ran the British Columbia office uh, in the '90s until 2001. you were scraping and you know getting paper donated and it, things donated all the time, and that's you know just to save money so it went to where it goes. So the you know 84 cents of every dollar that we are able to give to cancer research now—that's what Terry wanted and. Uh, um, low operating costs, you know, nine small offices, you walk into a Terry Fox Foundation provincial office anywhere across this country, and there's no fancy furniture or nobody's getting paid a whole lot, but uh, they're, they've got the passion and desire to, to, to carry on where Terry left off.
1: And uh, what a great Canadian story this is. What a, what a fantastic story. Fred, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for letting us use Terry's image on our Canada Day medals. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you like them.
3: It's great. And, uh, you know, again, uh, happy Canada Day to, to everybody. And uh, great talking to you. And thank you for allowing me to speak a little bit about Terry.
1: You bet. Thanks, thank so you, sir. All the best. Okay. Bye-bye. You are listening to Running Flat Radio. We'll be right back after these messages.
5: Hey Canada, it's race time. Tuesdays this summer on CTV. The race is back. Yeah! New teams. Come on baby, we're killing it. New adventures. Jump! No limits. This is amazing! I'm John Montgomery, pack your bags for an adventure that you'll never forget.
4: The Amazing Race Canada is
5: back. Tuesdays, starting July 8th at 9 on CTV.
3: I just love my creamy, cool iced cap. What's with you? I thought we were chillin'. I'm chillin' like a villain. Can't we just chill like regular people? No, because Tim Horton's ice cap chill to win is back. And we get the chance to instantly win Tim cards, LG IPS TVs, and $5,000 cash, so I'm upping my chill level. You can win no matter how you chill.
1: Oh. Cool.
5: Summer's here, so drink it in with Ice Cap Chill to Win. Available in medium and large sizes only, no purchase necessary. Contest rules available at participating restaurants at chill
1: Throughout our 20 years in Canada, Walmart's unbeatable prices have made over 90 million 1,010 people say...
0: Perfect!
1: And over 600 million 301 people say... Nice! So to celebrate, we're holding the Thank You Canada event. You'll find great deals on everything, including barbecues... Wow! Camping equipment... Amazing! And food... Awesome! So stop by
5: Walmart because our great deals all add up to a lot of oh, yeah! the Thank You Canada event on now. Walmart, save money, live better.
4: And now the latest forecast from the AM800 Weather Center. A 60% chance of showers tonight and a risk of a thunderstorm that will extend into the overnight hours. Fog patches developing near midnight as well. Look for a low of 18. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers. Fog patches dissipating in the morning with a high 23. Thursday, a mix of sun and cloud and a high 24. Friday, sunny and a high 25. Once again, for tonight, a 60% chance of showers, a risk of a thunderstorm and an overnight low of 18.
5: It's seven days, 168 hours, or just over 10,000 minutes. However you count it, you've got zero time to waste. It's the seven days only sales event at your Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram retailer. Get $500 of bonus cash and almost 11,000 in total discounts on select models. And get 0% financing for 36 months on Dodge Grand Caravan, Dart, and Journey. But hurry, it's all over June 27th. See your Dodge retailer for details.
1: Rock Me Anaphylaxis, the most rocking 5K run walk ever. An amazing rock and roll run with a really cool finishers medal and a rock inspired shirt. Featuring Kiss Destroyer playing the finish line. July 5th at Riverfront Plaza in Windsor. For more information, go to runningflat.com. That's runningflat.com. Brought to you by your friends at AM800 CKLW and Sobeys Amherstburg.
0: Helping you achieve your personal best. This is Running Flat Radio with Chris Yuzinski on AM 800.
1: And hey, welcome back to uh, Running Flat Radio. Chris Yuzinski and Kelly Steele. You know what? This is like the ultimate Canada Day show I could have ever <laughs> done, uh, you know, to, to actually kind of talk to a fox about Terry and, and, and really to. just kind of refresh our memories of why he was such a great Canadian and, uh, and all the good work that he still continues to do through his family, through his foundation. We really didn't get into, you know, talking about his mom, yep. uh, who was just this massive figure who really kind of pushed that ball forward and made things happen. And, and, you know, she was such a daunting figure. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, what a, what, what a wonderful interview and, and, and thanks to, to Fred for his time and, and kind of sharing those memories with us. And, uh, yeah, you're listening to Running Flat Radio uh, every Tuesday night on AM 800 CKLW or on iTunes on Wednesday mornings. You can download it at Running Flat Radio. Uh, and really, we had Fred Fox on, kind of talking about the Canada Day Run. The Canada Day Run is coming up, and it's on July 1st. There's a big surprise in Amersborg, Ontario. It is a 5K. It is completely sold out, and uh, we have some sponsors that I did want to thank: uh, Tim Hortons uh, for 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 their donation of uh, of Birthday cake, timbits.
2: <laughs> doesn't get better than it, that, I does it? it? <laughs> I guess
1: it doesn't. If you're if you're celebrating Canada, what's Canada Day without timbits? Uh, and of course, Sobey Amersburg and uh, Walkerville Breweries is one of our overall sponsors for for all of our events. And uh, we are looking for some volunteers, and we're also looking for a couple of musical acts as well for this and for Rock Me Anaphylaxis. Yeah.
2: And the musical acts, that's a great chance for some local band or even a solo performer yeah. to come out and show their stuff, right?
1: Absolutely. And so, yeah, we're always looking for, for volunteers to help us with some road closures and always looking for new sponsors if they really want to work with us or even activated events with new products and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We do have a couple new products that we will be showcasing, probably at Run for Heroes, uh, Algae-based products that that are really interesting, really? and uh, so we're going to have them on the show. We're going to talk about the products. We'll give a lot of it away mm-hmm. uh, over the next number of uh, months, as well as we lead up to to run for heroes, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll be talking about that as well. Probably, uh, I'd say in the month of August, we'll we'll have them on talking about uh, algae uh, nutrients.
2: This is stuff you're going to take. Yeah, yeah, really? for, for runners.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're like little, little they're little, little tablets that you, you you kind of pop in, and they're they're algae. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll cool. talk about that. But but you're doing a whole bunch of really interesting things right now in regards to learning to run and getting out there and talking to folks.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've just uh, signed on with uh, Beachwalk Family Fitness, and uh, they have a location in Lasalle, uh, Bell River, and Essex. And what I'm doing is it's like the off couch off the couch to a five k. They're ten week programs. Uh, four four days a week you run. It's all the run-walk, and uh, it's pretty cool. Some of the people that are coming out, they're really excited. And, of course, you know, with these clinics, I always hear the same things. I've been doing them for a number of years. It's always <laughs> the same. They don't think they can do it. They need someone to push. And and someone, uh, just a lady tonight, was saying to me, you know, I always give up after six weeks, so I hope that uh, you're going to keep me going. I said, you know what, give me your, e- me your email, because if you don't show up in week seven, I'm going to email you and make sure you get here. But it's the same thing. It's that anxiousness. They just, they a lot of people... It's almost it's daunting for them. They just don't think that they're going to be able to complete it. Well, but what,
1: what is it about week six?
2: I think it's because that's when it starts to pop up, you know, because you, the beginning year, like tonight, you know, we did uh, it was walk for, walk for two minutes, run for one. And you do that for 10 times for, I think it comes to 30 minutes. And then, so it goes slowly. Then all of a sudden you hit around four, four minutes running. And then the next week it goes up to six and then to eight. So there's some big jumps, right? But it's all based upon your body. So you're okay to do it, but it, it's the numbers. People get freaked out by the numbers. They can clearly do it because, you know, so much study, so much time has been put into making these plans. But it's it's a number. And I see it when, when I'm training people for half and full marathons. People say 20 miles and they like, oh, my gosh, there's no way I can do that. Next thing you know, they rip out a 20-miler and they're like, wow, it is only a number. It's like the magical numbers. You just got to get rid of all that. I tell them to leave everything at home and just I'll, I'll scream and yell at them and tell them when they're done.
1: It's all about conditioning.
2: It totally is. It's all it is. Conditioning and listening to your body. Because if you don't listen to your body, then you're not going to make it to week six or even week 10, right?
1: But week six? Mm -hmm. Eight-week program.
2: Ten-week program. Oh,
1: ten-week program. And, and traditionally, there, there's a, uh, a run at the end that they do or, or that they want to do?
2: Yep. their very last the very last meeting with me, we do run for 15 minutes, walk for one, run for 15. Majority of people, by the time they get to that point, they just run for the 30 minutes straight. And then, you know, their goal is to go pick a 5K. And, yep. uh, of course, you know, we're, we're aiming them towards for the beach walk ones, aiming them towards Amherstburg because it falls in really nicely.
1: The superheroes one.
2: Exactly. And so it's kind of a nice little, yep. you know, say to a lot of people, we run as runners it's boring because we're spent <laughs> It is so a lot of times we're we're running down the roads by yourself yeah. there's no one cheering us on there's no one you know patting us on the back you're
1: 100 right and, I, and I, I used to tell new runners this i said you know what if you're going to take on running you really gotta like your running partner mm-hmm. and you gotta like yourself Yep. because what's going to happen is you're going to spend so much freaking time in your head you know, out there on a road, whether you're doing twenty milers, I mean, like I used to do long runs at sixty-five k. Yeah. You know what? You better like what's in that head of yours, and you know, if if you're planning on being a runner, yeah, and absolutely. And that's it's...
2: what I say to the Kellys crew, the the half and full marathon girls. We're we're together for eighteen weeks, <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to get to really know people really well. You're going to start to dislike people, but you know what? At the end, it. it becomes this crazy bond because you've spent so much time with these people like with Kelly's Mm. crew we meet twice a week so for 18 weeks twice a week you get to know everything about people and it's kind of nice at the end it's like you count on those training partners like like nothing Mm. else in the world because those training partners actually get what you're going through they get that you know what I don't really want to run 13 or 20 miles today but they know you have to do it which is, I, I think that's the benefit of all of these groups. And that's why you're seeing in this area, the whole run groups have just taken off like crazy because everyone gets that, you know what? It is really hard to run by yourself. So why not run with a bunch of people who are chatting next to you? And time flies, as you know.
1: And, and also what you do is you end up building up that whole thing of you not letting them down. It's true. You don't want to let your running group or running partners down by not showing up. Yeah. So I, I traditionally go out to the Friday evening runs in Amherstburg. Yep. Uh, for those who want to go to the Amherstburg Club, we, we meet at a restaurant at six o'clock but you know some guys do tens some do sevens you know
2: but, I, and, but you all come back to the restaurant for something to eat and a couple drinks, right? Absolutely, we will. And that's, that's, that's the whole the point. Part. And, and that's exactly <laughs> when, when I was saying about the, the learn to run people. I always say sign up for a race because there's nothing better than race day. It, it's kind of you go through yeah. 10 weeks of you know tr- grinding through your training plan, yep. trying to get there. Race day, you have people cheering you on, you get a cool medal around yep. your neck. Like, what better reason is there than that to go through 10 weeks? It's kind of anticlimactic if you train for 10 weeks and then just, okay, I can. Run a 5K.
1: I think everyone should be runners.
2: (laughs) Runners are really (laughs)
1: nice people. You know, I
2: I truly believe that. We are. That is
1: true. That's true. It it, it takes a lot for you to find a a person you dislike in the running world. Mm -hmm. It really does. And and this is a great show to prove it. I mean, look at all the people we've talked to in the last 20 weeks, Mm -hmm. and all of them you would love to have a beer with and sit down and say, you know what? Tell, tell me more about these great stories there's you have. an
2: automatic bond. You, you share something in yeah. common, you can talk at length to these people. I do. I, I love it completely.
1: Yeah. Thanks for joining us this week. You know, before we head out, we're going to talk a little bit about Rock Me Anaphylaxis. This is kind of like all about rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And you can't talk about Rock Me Anaphylaxis without talking about the Beastie Boys <laughs> and Sabotage. We'll talk to you guys next week. You're listening to Running Flat Radio on AM 800 CKLW. Keep running.